Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Weekly Wake Up with Jay and Tom. Do Hard Things Nation. Good morning. How are you doing, Tom? Doing amazing. How about you? I'm doing good. I had a fantastic weekend, and I'm excited about this week. I uh, did a triathlon yesterday, which is the first one I've done in a while. Still a little tired, but it was very fulfilling to do something that challenged me outside my comfort zone. With some amazing people, and uh, I just feel fired up, feel good. So, how many hours did it take to complete this? Like, what was your time? Th- this one was a short one, it was just a sprint, so it took me about two hours. It was uh, the swim. I am not a swimmer, so for me, it's a very humbling event because I'm a really good cyclist and runner. Um, but the swim is one, one thing that I haven't really deep dived into triathlon, it's just something that I'm just not very good at. So it was incredibly humbling uh, going into that because it was hard. And I haven't been swimming. I kind of did this on a whim just to see, you know, just to test myself, see what I could do. Think about right. doing an Ironman next year. So I kind of wanted to see where I was at. And it yeah, was yeah. very humbling, let me tell you. <laughs> it's crazy. So, so you did two hours of exercise. You did my week's worth of exercise in one day. And you're, and you're tired? <laughs> I'd be exhausted, tired. man. I'd be still in bed. It was it was hot here. That's what got me. It was the heat. I felt like because right around nine o'clock, um, when it when it got hot, I kind of feel like I got a little heat sick. You know, maybe a little slight heat. That that's what I feel like. It's like man, it really drained me. Like just because of the heat. So it was fun. That's awesome. You know, I'm going to tell my wife. I'm going to say, you know, you know what I'm doing on Saturday, this coming Saturday. I'm going to run an uh, uh, Ironman. Why? <laughs> just to test myself. I just want to test myself. That's all. This was just a sprint. This was not a full blown Ironman, but doesn't matter. Um, it's two hours. It's two hours of exercise, dude. That's a two lot hours of, work. of exercise. It was good with amazing people. It's fun. So nuts. Good stuff. But this week, we want to talk about never surrender and and giving people some ideas on you know people all they have goals in mind, and you know sometimes we fall short on seeing them through to the end. And there's two topics to this. Sometimes you need to know when to stop a goal. But what I want to talk about today is like pushing through the goal that you know that you want to do, that something that that drives you and excites you, gives you that fire in the belly. But for some reason, life happens or shiny objects pop up and you lose traction. Maybe giving some people some ideas on pushing through, having grit and fortitude to see it through. Okay, number one, I love the shirt. That font is wicked. The Dude, it's white bold, on, right? White on black is awesome. Obviously, the logo on the shoulder. Let's see that again. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. I love the shirt. I love the font. That stands out. Yeah, you now, can't walk said around that, with uh, this without, like, you know, getting a comment of some kind. Yeah, I know. I, I will tell you this. I do love the shirt. Don't get me wrong. But the first thing I think of, maybe it's just my sick mentality. I think I like never surrender Rambo in first blood. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen first blood. Yeah. He doesn't surrender. He doesn't know? surrender. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it reminds me of First Blood. If anyone's ever seen it, maybe I'm dating myself on that one. That, that's a classic. That's one uh, future generations must see, right? Great movie. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so, no surrender. So go ahead. What, what let's were your talk thoughts? About let's talk about it. I want to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah. So it's ultimately just stop quitting. See see things through. And I think in today's society, we get so caught up. We, we start down a path of wanting to pursue something. But then life happens. Life happens and we lose touch with that goal. And then a couple of years may go by and it's like, man, I meant to pick up on that goal. I've written down a to-do list. I've put it in my planner so many times, but I can't quite get the traction to see it through. Maybe it's one of those bigger goals that maybe it's like pursuing that degree so you can start a new uh, career. Maybe it's, you know, I want to train for that Iron Man, but it's just so can time time consuming. There's so many commitments. Maybe it's I don't know what it is for people, but wh- whatever that that is that you just have that desire to do it. But for some reason, I saw it yesterday when I when I posted yesterday, uh, just going out to doing the triathlon. Someone's like, "Man, it's something I've always wanted to do." I'm like, "Well, you can totally do it. Go find a sprint." Ah, but of course, right? Of course. And so why would you, so my question would be, what is it, if it's something you've always wanted to try, what is holding you back? What's keeping you from doing it? If it's something that, is it fear? Sometimes fear is in the way, but, but what, what is that? And right. so, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jay, I remember reading uh, Tony Robbins book a long time ago, Awaken the Giant Within. And mm-hmm. I was already a motivated guy. I believe that I could do great things. Um, had some success in various areas to back it up. You know, you got the university degree, the second degree. Okay, I'm smart. I worked on my physique, got a great physique. All right, I'm, I'm a fit, athletic dude, right? Um, so I actually wrote down goals like I'm going to own a professional sports team and uh, fly a helicopter, right? And it's like ridiculous goals. That's what I wrote down at the age of 24 years old. And what a fail. There's a point in time where you got to abandon those ones because that was a little too lofty. I don't have enough money to buy the 49ers or or the Dallas Cowboys or the St. Louis Blues. I just don't. There's a time to abandon. But I got to tell you, when you set a goal and it's meaningful, how could you want to give up on that? Yeah. yeah. There's wishes and there's goals that are meaningful. How would you ever want to quit on that? Yeah, I think some goals that we have are just kind of maybe it's because it's just a nice idea or maybe, I don't know, we, we see someone else have it. That's kind of cool, you know, but we're talking about the goal, the one that's like gives you the fire in the belly, the one that makes your heart flutter, the one that, you know, when you sit around, you daydream about it, you, yeah. you know, those goals. And sometimes yeah. life, we get in different stages of life where we lose touch with those. Yeah. Big what time. is it about that goal? And, and don't surrender on that particular goal. Cause you're right. I I've had thoughts of flying helicopters and doing certain things. It's like in my stage of my life where I'm at, I'm pretty content. Maybe that was pretty lofty, but it wasn't, it was a goal, but it wasn't like a real goal. I'm talking about narrowing it down to that pool of goals that like excite you and give you that level of fulfillment. What? So that's the first step. One of the talking points I want to talk about, what are the goals that when you think about it, it just, lights you up like you're like just like legit fires you up 
Cause yeah, I have a, I have a, I would love to have a Lamborghini sitting out in my, in my, my driveway. And, and, but when I think about it, like when I truly think about it, like, ah, I, that sounds cool. Don't mm-hmm. really need it. Doesn't, doesn't light my fire. Standing up on stage and doing a Ted talk. That kind of, that, that is, that is one that that's on my bucket list that is scary, uh, but worth pursuing. It's something that I want yeah. to yeah. Going to complete that Ironman, something I've always wanted to do before I got out of the army, something I wanted to do, which is why I kind of jumped in the jumped in the arena this weekend to do it, kind of see where I was at, right? Because I want to I want to attack that one next year. I want to finally get that one off. For whatever reason, career, kids got in the way of training, but I'm seeing some light at the end of the tunnel where I'm going to have the ability to, to do it. I'm going to go for it. So yeah. that's um yeah, identifying identifying the goals that light you up. I'll tell you right now. Uh, I don't know if Warren Buffett was necessarily referring to this. I think he was. He said, um, write down 25 things you want to accomplish that you want to do in your life. 25 things. So I could do that today. I could sit down and say, what are my goals? What are 25 goals I want to achieve? Right. And and almost not put very many limits on it. Like, can I do it? Can I not do it? Out of those 25, stew on them. Stew on them, go through your list and pick just five and just focus on the five after doing that little negotiation in my mind. Do I really want the Lamborghini? What does a TED talk do for me? Do I really want that great body or I'm super fit? Write it down 25 to five, five and just say, I can do these five. These have meaning. I have a support system. They're somewhat realistic. Uh, they excite me. And then you got a starting point. To me, that makes sense. Warren Buffett's advice, look it up. And I might actually try that, Jay. Yeah, absolutely. Recommend it for anybody. I, I like that. I like that. Just basically do a, a mind meld or just a brain dump of the things that you think about. And then narrow, narrow that that list down and really choose the ones that really light you up, that are really motivating, that really fire you up. I think that's an, that's a great exercise. It's something simple to do. Yep. And then here's the thing. You uh, label them off from one through five. What's the, the most meaningful, the most uh, passionate one? And then let's say you don't get number three and number four or number five. You still achieve number one and number two, the most meaningful ones, right? Absolutely. So, and, totally and I think so many people nowadays get really life happens continuously. There's always something that happens. Something will happen to your health. Something financially will happen to you or someone, you know, something big happens at work. Something happens with your kid and it really throws people off. It really throws people off and they forget about this big goal. Maybe not completely, but they forget. They just get distracted with other stuff that, that doesn't really matter. Yeah. And they lose yeah. touch with it. And I think that this is a great exercise if you're in that position of like really trying to gain clarity on who you are as a person and where you're at in life. Yeah. Get out a pen and paper, write down those 25 goals and uh, and yeah, pick out five and then start to craft and formulate a plan to attack those. I think now, that's Jay, great. I'm going to be an ass here and say there's, you know, that's plan one and plan number two is the exact opposite. Don't set any goals. Don't set any goals because that way you'll never fail. And you can look in the mirror and say, I never failed at any of my goals. And just do your own merry thing. Put yourself into default mode. Go to work and 
be a slave to your boss's goals. And then when you come home, you can basically live through your kids and you can do their goals and facilitate the, your goals. And that could be somewhat rewarding, right? And you could be a slave to your time and, and, and just be in default mode. You always look at yourself and say, never got my hopes up and got disappointed. Man, you could there's, do a lot that. Of, there's a lot of people living that life. That's eight out of 10, man. That's eight <laughs> out of 10. a lot of people living that life, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the deal. You don't have to. You don't have to. You can unplug yourself from the matrix and you can create the life that you want. You can do that. You have the ability to do it if you're willing to break free and put in the work. Yeah. Jay, it's Saturday. I just want to go to Subway and have a nice Subway sandwich and and uh, come home and watch the game. That's yeah. my goal. That's my goal. That's it. It's a good day. And you're escaping from work. That is so bullshit. And that's eight out of 10 Americans and Canadians and everyone else. Me and my team, we're going all the way. We're going to the Stanley Cup. We're going to the finals. We oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're wearing another man's shirt on your back. That's with their name so on it. Pathetic. Yeah. Of course, with their name on it. Yes. Wow. Dad, why do you have somebody else? That's what we do. That's what we do. I know we're pissing people off if we say that, but it's I, that's so true. Why? So, Why are we pissing people yeah. off? Is that <laughs> exposed to reality? Yeah. Man, yeah. oh, man. I wonder what that person thinks. Are they actually flattered? You know, I'm wearing Sidney Crosby shirt. What does Sidney Crosby think of that? Does, does he think, wow, that's really cool. Somebody else is wearing my name on their shirt. Like, oh, I don't yeah, know. That's how he gets to own his helicopter. And he's, he's the one pursuing his dreams. He's the Love one that it. has the big lofty Love goals it. and getting after it. Yep. Yep. Gives the guy oh, a pat on the board, back right? and like, what are your goals? What's your last name? Yeah. <laughs> well, the second big idea is once you've identified your goal, you made that list of 25, you got your five, you get the fire in the belly, identify yep. what you want to, you know, why is it necessary? How would your life change if you executed the goal? The next thing is more more tactical. You yeah. gotta have an account. You you gotta you gotta create the plan. Identify the next five moves. Put the pieces. Break it down into your plan. And then you gotta you gotta start taking action toward those on a regular basis. And have a weekly accountability meeting. And score keep and keep tabs on how you're moving toward that goal. Yeah. And the scorekeeping is identifying the tactics of the goal which is something we talk about uh, a lot. It's not, it, that, that's like a principle from the 12 week years. You've got to identify the, the tactics that are going to yield the outcome that you desire and you have to score it. You have to measure how you're showing up. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Any goal that's worth a damn is going to be a marathon and it's going to get challenging and it's going to get tough. And you got to score, keep, how are you showing up? What tactics are you executing that are moving you toward that? Because if you don't score, keep it, then when you do your monthly review, you're not going to know what tactics are working and what's not working. And you're not going to see progress and you're going to put the goal on pause. You're going to throw it out and look for something else again. Okay. So, so it's all about so, the tactics. And the, so what we do in the forge, the mastermind group, our goal crushing communities, we have the weekly accountability meeting, whether that's with yourself, it's definitely more powerful to have that within a community or a coach or a mentor that can keep you accountable, but it's basically scorekeeping. How did you show up this week? Yeah. What happened in your life that got in your way and addressing that? And how did you overcome that? And reminding yourself of why this, this goal is important. Because what most people will do is they lose touch with their goals and a new shiny goal comes in, or like I said, something light and life happens, they lose touch. That weekly accountability keeps you on track, keeps you on track. 
Yeah, big time. So when you think of course correction, because that's what it is, keeping score yeah. is basically course correction. Mm-hmm. Like who would do that? You're flying from Toronto to Miami. And you got a goal to get to the Miami, whatever, international airport, whatever it is. Uh, why would a pilot course correct? Why would he do that? Right? Doesn't that make sense? You use yeah. that course correction. You use that scoring to get exactly to where you want to go in the most efficient way possible. Jay, I do it every day. I've got uh, five numbers that I got to write down with regards to my physique, progress, just health. One is, did I drink my water today? Did I, uh, was I on point nutritionally? Did I get my sleep? How was my stress? How was my exercise? And I score myself out of 10 in each of those, you know, 10 times five, I get a score. And week in, day in, day out, week in, week out, I I realize one of those things may be a little bit weak. And I go, okay, you know what it is? It's the nutrition piece. Everything else is good, but it's the nutrition piece. And that's what's holding me back because I've kept score, I've kept track. And so, okay, that's the one I got to focus on. It makes sense to do that. Everyone should be doing that. Yeah. I, I like what you said about the, the plane. I think about, there's a book, The Compound Effect, that's got a really good visual. It's like if you were a plane sitting on the tarmac at LAX and your goal was to fly to Washington, D.C., yep. and that plane sitting on the tarmac is just 1% off, you oh, couldn't man. see it. You oh, wouldn't man. notice it. You won't notice yep. it on the tarmac. But as that plane takes off and it lifts flight and it's in, it's in flight, that 1%, if you don't course correct over the over that journey, you could yep. end up in New York City. Or if you're going south, you would end up, I, I want to say, like Charleston, South Carolina. It's, it's like a significant difference just yep. from that 1%. So making those course corrections on, a, on mm. a weekly basis when you're chugging toward your goal, if you don't do that, you could end up in a completely different destination from when you started. And, yep. you know, in our community, we talk about hard, hard has an acronym. So we score ourselves on our health and wellness, our affluence and wealth relationships and development on a weekly bit basis. How am I showing up? And it, there's no judgment in that, but it's basically you got to know where you're at so you can make the appropriate adjustments. So you and, and remind yourself of why that goal is important and what you need to do to get back on track. Oh, yeah. Well, some people, what they do is we're going to use this plane analogy again. They hop onto this plane. They got a big goal. They want to get to their location. They, they hop on. They're like, okay, we're just going to fly down there. Everything's going to be good. Uh, we're going to wing it. I'm going to get to Miami somehow. And and that's it. And then they end up in uh, like friggin', I don't know, Arizona. Why? <laughs> because number one, they didn't have the route. They didn't have the route planned out. And number two, they were missing something super critical. And that's uh, uh, the uh, air control. They've got somebody else guiding them through the flight. So yeah, you can be a cowboy. You can be ambitious and get on that plane and end up in, uh, like I said, Arizona. But it makes sense to have an air traffic controller guiding you to your destination and maybe a GPS or whatever it is attached to your plane. So you can say, this is the route. Am I on course constantly with that constant feedback? That makes total sense. But people yeah. don't do that. People just so I love I love that course. analogy because that, you know, that's basically what point number two is having that weekly accountability and scorekeeping. That's you as the pilot looking at your instruments, talking to the guy next to you, you know, hey, we're good to go up here. But then you need to have that radio chatter with someone in the tower that's managing awesome. everything else, right? And that brings me to my third awesome. point, getting social support. Having a coach and mentor to help keep you accountable, telling your friends and family, you know, what it is that you want, 
why it's important, what their role is in, in, in this goal that you're pursuing. There's so many people out there that they have a lofty goal that they haven't even told their partner about. Yeah, Jay, you know, I know I disagree totally. I think that idea is horrible. I think what you just said is horrible. Why would you enlist your wife and your family? And why would you do that? Now there's no back door. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to. There's no back door. Now that I I told everybody, I'm going to embarrass myself if I don't get my goal. Why would I ever do that? Why would I look my kids in the eye and, and try to set an example and fail and let them down? Why would I do that? That's ridiculous. I'm going to tell my wife, why would I do that? Because then she'll have these high hopes for me. And then if I fail, she's going to say, ah, you failed again. You bastard. You're a nobody. (laughs) Like, why would I do that? That's so stupid. Yeah. Obviously, I'm playing games here, right? I'm playing games with what I'm saying. But that is called leverage. It makes total sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Going back to the phrase that we use, and someone just posted in the comment here, burning the ships, right? People need to know for numerous reasons, why you have this goal. Because one, they're going to ask you about it. They're going to help hold you accountable. And if you don't tell people, like you said, you give yourself an out. There's so many people that start off something because they've developed the habit of failing and not seeing things through. And they they lack confidence. So they're like, ah, I want to start this goal. They do it intrepidly. But it's like, man, just like all the other times, what if I fail? I don't want to disappoint those around me. So I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. So how many people do yeah. that? Like, Hey, out of nowhere, I finished 75 hard. Well, why didn't you tell anyone? I, it's awesome that you finished, but why didn't you tell someone that you did it? Yeah. Well, right. be- because of that fear of, 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 of past failures. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. And, and that when people do that, I, you know, I've had people, you know, they, they have a, a lofty goal. They tell their partner that they're excited. They got this new idea. I want to start this business venture. And their partner looks at them like, come on, man. Like really again, here we go again. It's because you've done that over and over and over again. You said you're going to do things and you never follow through. Yep. Yep. True. So that's where the never surrender. Stop being the person that doesn't see things through. Stop being the person that doesn't see things through to the end. Don't be that person. And an unspoken and a goal that's unspoken is just a hope. Yep. So you need to tell people, you need to tell people what it is you want why it's important to you and how ask them how they can support you or, or let them know what their role is in this goal and how their life would be better if you achieved it. That's how you get other people on board with you. And then they're going to ask you about it. And then you're going to have that support network that you need uh, to, to help you see it through and your chances and probability of seeing it through to the end increase significantly. Yeah. Well, okay. Now I'm actually going to disagree with you on this one. I'm actually going to disagree with you on on some elements of it. Um, that support network there, uh, most of that pe- the people in that support network can't do very much for you. The reason why you're letting them know, first and foremost, is for very selfish reasons. And there's nothing wrong with it. Selfish in a good way is you're putting yourself on the hook. There's some public accountability. Now it's you either succeeding or being in shame for failing. Mm-hmm. You put yourself on the hook. Most people in your support network can't do anything more than pat you on the back. And there's nothing wrong with it. That's okay. They're going to say, good job, man. I hope you can do it. Uh, For me, what I would do is I would leverage that dramatically and say, not only a support network, I'm going to get a strategic coach to help me because now that person has a vested interest. Now that support person, that coach, you've paid that person. 
Okay, you've paid that person. Jay, if I don't pay you, you're going to pat me on the back. You're going to give me some advice, but you have your own shit to deal with. And because you have your own shit to deal with, you're kind of like, yeah, I hope Tom succeeds, but I'm already vested in other projects. But the moment I pay you, there's a strategic partnership and there's nothing wrong with that. And now you owe me, you have to help me. And that kind of support is different. And that kind of support makes sense. Yes. Absolutely. And and I think you said pay someone, but I look at it as investing in yourself. Because even though you're transferring money to someone else to help you, what it really is, it's like your your finances are really like, these are your resources. This is what, it's basically putting a chip down. Like, you know what? This is important enough for me that I'm going to invest in myself. And I'm really going to, you know, whether that be in your health and wellness, whatever coach or mentor or advisor that you hire, what you're really saying is that you're investing in yourself and you're going to leverage that individual's expertise. And because you had that transaction, they're also going to put you on their priority list. So it's a mutual thing that happens. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. I consulted uh, with Mr. Olympia Doran Yates years and years ago when I was doing my bodybuilding because I knew he had a level of expertise that I didn't have. His time cost money. It was an investment. Now, a lot of people don't make that investment. Do you know why? It's not because, Jay, you're expensive. It's because I know me. And if I pay that money, I've fallen through the cracks so many times that I'm just going to waste my money. And it has nothing to do with you. I don't want to spend another $1,000 on something and not succeed because I know me. It has nothing to do with you. I think there's a point in time where you got to say, if I'm putting down that $1,000, $10,000, whatever, I'm in. I'm all in. There is no turning back. I'm burning the ships. I'm getting his expertise. I'm investing in myself for a reason. Let's go. No other. There is no surrender this time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's there's a dynamic that that happens there when you do that because people have unlimited resources and knowledge at their fingertips. It's not a lack of knowledge. Sometimes you just need a little clarity and you need that accountability and, and, and you need to, you know, like you said, you need that air traffic controller that's going to help yeah, you, you yeah, navigate you from point A to point B, whatever yeah. that is for you. So oh, yeah, big, time. big time. And the other yeah. powerful thing, too, is when you say to your kids, your support network, like my kid years ago was just a kid. He could not help me. What he did was he goes, Dad, I know you're going to do it. You're you're Superman. You're you're the best. You've got this. Right. And like that doesn't really help other than, you know, emotionally it helps, you know, the big hug, dad, you've got this. He has no idea, but I got to tell you, I wasn't going to let him down there. The moment you tell your kid, you can't fail. And Hey, listen, that doesn't necessarily mean crossing the finish line first place. It means completing to the best of your ability. And even if you fall short and you're not even in the top a thousand, in that giant race, that's okay because you completed what you said you were going to do. That is so important because if you don't, your kids are going to say, well, I remember when dad quit. Yeah. yeah. Bad reference point, man. They follow you. They watch you. That's why, uh, you know, doing doing that little uh, triathlon yesterday, I, I can't tell you how, like, the swimming is so humbling for me because I, I, I got out of the water and I, there wasn't very many bikes left there. I was just like, geez, man, I really, I really am not, I'm solid runner, cyclist. 
just really not good. And even during the swim, I'm like, man, why the F am I even out here? I should not be out here. It was yeah. such a humbling experience. Yeah. I even caught myself. I saw Lacey. She's like cheering me on. Got the best cheerleader on the planet. She's like, you're doing great. And I'm like, I really suck at this. She's like, get that negative BS out of your head. Yeah. My cheer yeah. squad, you know? And I saw it through to the end and it felt really freaking good to just see it through to the end and get humbled, even though that it wasn't my, that, that's not probably my best sport, but having that yeah. experience and seeing it through to the end and suffering yeah. Yeah. was really powerful. And I think everyone just needs to do that. Yeah. Time. Just imagine so, Lacey. Lacey's got, Lacey's got three options. Okay. Option number one is she says, yeah, uh, Jay wanted to do the race, but you know how it is. Ironmans and triathlons are kind of tough. You know how it is. And inside she's going, oh, my husband's a wimp, right? And then option number two is Jay competes and drops out. She's like, oh, he's my man. He tried, but he quit. <laughs> or it's like, that's my man. Like, what a stud. Like, my <laughs> guy never surrenders. He kicks ass. Like, how does Lacey feel about you? Like, she fortunately for me, number three. Even when I was like negative talk about myself, exactly. You're gonna have negatives, Jay. You're gonna have negatives. You're supposed to. But she's like, that's my man. Like, he's a stud. I got the right guy. There's a nice feeling about that. Every woman should feel like that about their man. Every man should feel like that about their women. Woman, and you know, just support and kick ass. Absolutely, absolutely. So. If you don't have the right people around you that support crew, you you that's another thing I'd like to say is that uh, you may need to find that support crew that that supports. <laughs> honey, you. honey, honey we're getting you a divorce. You've been useless to me. <laughs> so never mind coexisting. Never mind sharing the bills. You're done. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that, man. Sometimes you got to do it. If it's the right Sometimes. thing to do, got to do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, this week, uh, I'm excited about this week's Spotlight winner. Uh, these are a couple of people that are near and dear to my heart. So let me share my my camera here. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. All right. So this week, I don't know if you can see them. This is Jackie and Tom Magruder. I don't th – these are amazing people. I, I'm, I've known them for probably, shoot, over 10 years. Um, you see Jackie getting after it there on the left. She's a retired colonel in the U.S. Army. Uh, devoted her life to military service. Uh, Tom uh, worked in the uh, as a contractor for for the government. They they're both Ironman um, triathletes. They've been doing this their entire life. Um, I had the privilege and honor of crossing the finish line with Tom yesterday. He is seventy five years old and he's still out there getting after it. You can see his uh, his left knee. He's got um, his knee's been causing some issues. So he hasn't been running as much. This is the one. This is the one triathlon that he does every year now that incorporates a run. He does more like aquathons, so it's cycling and running because he's or cycling and swimming, which he's really good at that. But he was out there getting after that, and he's he's legendary in the uh, in the in the triathlete community. And to be able to finish with him uh, was awesome because I don't do triathlons very often, but I've ridden bikes with him. I've been. They've got a property out called Magruderville. They open up their property and let people come out and mountain bike. And every time I see these two, they're out there running and getting after it. Now, something else about Jackie, she had cancer a couple of years ago. And um, because of the cancer, it really, you know, there, there's some health issues that really caused her to slow her down. Uh, she's not as fast as she used to be. But you want to talk about a gritty woman who still gets after it. 
We were out there at the triathlon yesterday, and she's all up and like, Lacey, when are you doing this triathlon? We're going to see you out here next year, right? You should be doing this triathlon. And she's just out there getting after it. And when I went, went past her, she's like, make sure you get up there with Tom and make sure you finish with him. Two of the humblest, kindest people that are still getting after it, that are gritty, that when I think about Tom and Jackie, every time I see them, they're out getting after it. They're either running, they're swimming, they're getting on their bikes. Um and uh, they're just awesome giving people. So they're this week's do hard things nation giver or nation spotlight winners, and they absolutely inspire me. Yeah, beast mode. So, they look good. Jackie, Tom, thank you guys for, uh, yes. for what you guys do and setting an example, that big time role model, right? Role modeling the yeah. way they're they're awesome, yeah, big time, so, big time, man. So, but uh, but yeah. So any any final thoughts on uh, on never surrender? Man, just a great topic, man. I think you nailed it on the head with the, uh, the three points. Uh, very powerful. But I think it really comes yeah. down to is setting those meaningful goals. Goals that are yeah. so meaningful that there is no backing out ever. Absolutely. Do the, you know, living life on offense means doing the shit that matters. And oftentimes we're doing a bunch of stuff that they don't really matter. And we're putting yeah. our dreams and the bigger goals on the back burner. And we're getting too distracted. So, yeah. Yeah. Just to recap what we talked about, identify your goals. And you gave, gave a great tip. List your 25, identify the five that yeah. give you the fire in the belly, and let's re-engage those. And, you know, a, a technique, visualization, um, start to dream about those things. Think of, like, why these goals are necessary. And if, if you're going to have regrets later in life, then, then we need to really attack these things. Let's, let's get super focused. Second tip was – Weekly accountability. You've got to measure your goals. You've got to be re-engaged with them consistently. So when life happens, you're re-engaged. So scoring your life and seeing where you're at and scoring how you show up toward those goals. And then finally, getting social support, letting people burning the ships, letting people know, you know, that you're achieving this, why it's important to you, what their role is in it, and getting that support uh, team of people around you to help you succeed. And those are incredibly powerful. And for those out there, if you're looking for a tribe or community, the Forge Mastermind is a goal-crushing mastermind. We have two meetings a week now. We do a weekly teaching, so basically a, a topic of high performance. So we get together and we talk about a high-performance topic. But now on Sundays, we get together and we do the weekly accountability meeting where we physically score ourselves of where we're at, remind ourselves of, of our progress toward our goals, and um, obviously, if you're looking for some one-on-one -on -one mentorship, Tom and I are both available at your disposable. We can just reach out to us and we can kind of talk to you about that. Because sometimes you need you need that individual coaching and mentorship. You need that. You're, you're in flight. You need that air traffic controller. It's going to help you bring the plane down. So, How much does it cost, Jay? The Forge is $97 a month. That's uh, it? One-on-one -on -one packages are dependent upon, you know, what, what you want. So, uh, but yeah, the and, and you have it incredible community of like-minded people that are that are getting after it it's pretty awesome yeah that's a good deal and jay i would sign up and i would uh i would just like harass you with questions for 97 dollars a month i would harass you with so much questions that i would get like ten thousand dollars worth of content every every single month from that because I Dude, am everyone in there, everyone in there is, right? is crushing it. They're crushing it. And there's like, we've got this specific chat thread where people are just contacting each other daily. It's blowing up constantly. There's no BS in there. All right. There's no, once again, everyone in there is invested in themselves. We it's a, it's a, 
I hate to use this term, but it's a safe space. Like yeah. people really opening up about, you know, deep things that are going on in their life and they're getting help. They're doing business with one another. Every yeah. dollar that I've ever invested in myself has come back to me in some capacity. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So that's, if you want to be Jay, a part I, of it. Right. Jay. And I'm going to tell you straight up, like, I, I really don't care if somebody wants to join on with you or they don't, it really, to me, I don't really care. I mean, you got to make that decision, right? Uh, I don't make any money off of this, but I will tell you this. You go to a coach online and you get coaching. The going rate right now is for three months, it's 10 grand. That's the going rate. Three months, 10 grand. You've got Jay to yourself to spend $197 a month. I'm not trying to do a sales pitch. I don't really care if you buy it or not. It doesn't matter to me. But that's ridiculously cheap to get access to Jay. You know what? The community, yeah, that's great too. It's nice to have like-minded people, but to be connected to Jay for 97 bucks, what a steal. Like you're selling yourself short, Jay. To be yeah. honest with you, that should be $500 a month. The fact that you're only spending $1,200 for the freaking year, what a steal. Yeah, yeah. For who it's you're it. getting to, for who you're the, getting, the, ridiculous. The, the mastermind groups are incredibly powerful. They fundamentally transform my life. And if you've never been a part of one, I just, just come, come try it. Come try it out. See what it's about. And if you don't like yeah. it within a month, give your money back and, hey, tap out. It's not for you. Some people come in like, you know what? This is not, just not for me for whatever reason. Cool. And if you don't want to try mine, cool. Go find a mastermind group of some kind. I will fundamentally change your life. It will fundamentally change your life. So I just saw I've been in a lot of them. I wanted to create my own with my own spin and my what and it's been awesome. And we're going to continue to grow the community. Yeah. And I know why you wanted to do that. The reason why you wanted to do that was not to make money. What was because you realized some of these groups were really lacking. They were self-serving to the leader. They weren't giving back to what the person paid for. That's why you knew you could do it better. Yeah. I know you, Jay. That's why you did it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So just trying to shore up um, some things that were missing, create a group that, you know, I wanted and valued and I get value from, it's about, it's about the group. It's about the knowledge from, you know, that's what a mastermind is. It's putting, pooling your knowledge and resources together for the greater good of the group. And man, you go in there every week and you start talking about your goals and and scoring yourself and, and having that awareness. People are really, everyone in there is crushing it in their own way. Yeah. In their own way. So it's yeah. awesome. So, so never surrender. Do hard things. That's all I got for this week, brother. Right on, bro. Appreciate you, Tom. If you're out there listening, keep doing hard things. And uh, we will see you guys in the – oh, quick reminder. September 10th is coming right around the corner. And if yes. you want to join our virtual event, uh, wherever you are, if you're here in the Midwest, you want to come travel, we got our first uh, in-person event, 5K, 9.11-mile memorial run or ruck. You can do it virtually. Awesome shirt. Going to get a medal. And it's in honor of uh, kicking off Patriot Day weekend. We're going to have more events, but this is our first in-person event. And uh, you can go to dohardthingsnation.com. Check that out. Check out the podcast. Check out the Forge. Or if you want to you take yourself to the next level, DM me for one-on-one coaching or reach out to Tom directly. And uh, other than that, do hard things. We'll see you guys next episode. Right on. Next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. All right. See you, brother. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. I would also love to know, what is your takeaway? What what insight did you get from today's episode? You can screenshot this, 
send it to me on social, post it on social, tag me. And when you share like that, someone else, someone else out there may need to hear this message today. Only 10% of people are engaged in personal growth and development. And uh, there could be a nugget here that could put someone in a positive trajectory. So feel free to share that, tag me in it, send me a direct message, send me an email, let me know what your thoughts are. And you can, you can connect with me on all social media. You can send me an email at j at jtx.com. Take a moment, leave a review on iTunes. No matter if you're listening to Spotify or any other platform, like iTunes, I guess, is the gold standard for, uh, for reviews. And it really goes a long way for uh, the algorithm, for people searching for personal growth and development. And it helps us go a long way. It means a lot to me that you took a couple minutes to do them. I, I, you know, read through all of them and, you know, it, it just feels good knowing that, uh, that this show is impactful. So if you gain any value, it just has to, uh, that you do that. Um, if you want to level up, you want to take the next step in your personal growth and development, you can go to jtigs.com, J-A-Y-T-I-E-G-S.com. We've got a variety of options. we got one-on-one coaching, high-performance coaching through the High Performance Institute, certified high-performance coach. We've got a few different curriculums that I take people through. I also do group coaching. If you have an organization that needs a speaker or you want a live workshop, I can come in and deliver some training to you and your organization. We also have the uh, exclusive Forge Mastermind Group that is uh, an elite community of like-minded people that are growing together. And uh, we have a weekly call there and uh, we're going to be rolling out new content for that. And then also we got apparel. So the uh, you know we've got to go to dohardthingsapparel.com. It's your do hard things shirt. Show the world that you do hard things. We got hoodies over there. We got hats. We got we got stickers. We got patches. A variety of different things, and we got a, a variety of different models uh, coming out. So, uh, go, go you can show the world that you do hard things, and you can go over there and su- support us that way. That'd be great. So, in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys in the next episode.